Hello and welcome. We're back. Season three, episode one, take two. Take two. That's right, actually. It is take two, which is honestly, it's what it is. Uh, we had some, you know, some technical technical difficulties with that last one, but it's what it is. We're back. You know, we're here today, and that's all that matters. Yeah. You know, we push it back one week, but. Doesn't mean we don't got things, uh... It happens. It happens, bro. We got, you know, we got fun things, you know, to talk about. Even more fun things after we got things happening. You know, you know, there's always a little something when the podcast comes up, alright? Um, so let's just jump right into it. Let's just give a quick update. Let's talk about, let's talk about where we left off. Um, I think the last time we, we were talking to you guys... Um, we were talking about, it was the day, I think, was it the day before we released or two days before we released? Would have been two days. Two, yeah. right. It would have been two days before we released. Um, we released our winter drop, which had the balaclavas and the DIY hoodies, the custom design hoodies. Um, Caleb, let's, let's talk about overall thoughts before we released and let's talk about overall thoughts yeah. after. I mean, we both thought this drop was going to do really well. The past winter drop was going to do really well. That's what we thought. Um, we thought it was a really cool concept we were coming with. It was something unique we hadn't done before. And, yeah, we just, we thought it was going to do well. We thought you guys were going to like it. We thought it was going to, not that you guys didn't like it. We just yeah. thought it was going to be. Uh, we thought a, it'd sell. Yeah, we thought it would be a good performing yeah. item for us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I much of the same on my part as well. Yeah, we thought it was it was gonna sell well. We were excited. We were excited to give you guys something that you could design yourselves to a certain extent. You know, I mean, obviously, yeah, you were designing, but um, no, we wanted to like really, you know, give back. Like, I mean, would would you say we gave? Would would that be a way of giving back? I don't exactly no, think so. No, it was just it was just a a cool like little little thing to like. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it was like giving you guys something to design yourselves. Yeah. Instead of just... And a, like a unique one-of-one one piece you guys could have for yourselves. Word. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just... That's what we were kind of looking for with that last release. Um, let's, let's talk about what happened after. Let's talk about, you know, Saturday. Let's talk about the, the following weeks after. What, what Let's talk about it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, myself... I was discouraged. I know Paolo necessarily didn't feel the same way. Yeah. But we really didn't sell that, what we expected to. Like, not even close. Yeah. Uh, really, we didn't sell much at all. And it was discouraging for me, at least, just in the sense that, like, we got all ex- we got super excited. We got, we you know, we, we prepared a lot before the drop. We were excited. We thought we were going to do well and then just didn't. Yeah. And it was discouraging. Yeah, no, completely. And, you know, I, I, you did say that, like, necessarily I didn't feel discouraged. And, like, that's true, but I did feel, like, a little bit of, like, a, ah, oh, you know, like, just that kind of feeling of, like, you know, like, you know, whenever whenever uh, we do past releases and whenever we release, um, I'm always checking my email every once in a while. Like, I make sure to really not check my email at all on release days and stuff, um, but I always check it every once in a while because I can't help myself to see those square Squarespace emails come through with people with people's orders and stuff like that um, and you know that Saturday I was kind of checking and just it wasn't it wasn't coming up man it just wasn't coming up and you know it kind of just continued the next day and so on and so forth but the truth is, is that it's just how it goes not always is um, something that you expected to perform well um, it doesn't always perform well. It doesn't always perform the way you expect it to. Um, but, you know, I think as we've as we've moved on from that release, I've taken so much from that release and realized so much in how, how we led up to that release. Just, like, the conversations that we were having and just, like, everything that was happening, it all, it all made sense. And honestly, like, um, at the end of the day, I'm actually happier that no one bought because honestly the quality of our of our release wasn't there this time yeah it wasn't we we tried and we we thought it would we thought we could give you guys something cool with like patches which is something we haven't done before yeah but really we just weren't able to get the patches on the way we wanted to and they were not it just wasn't working up to our standard of quality yeah so it honestly worked out for the best it definitely did and like and that's the thing like we um 
we bought the patches ourselves and we bought the hoodies ourselves and we had iron on patches so all you gotta do is just like iron them on to the the garment itself and it's it's set it's good to go you know what i'm saying um and it was good to go you ironed it on it was fine and then you washed it and it was still somewhat okay maybe it peeled off a little bit and then you'd wash it again and it there'd be a couple patches missing from your hoodie from your balaclava or whatever and that's just kind of like that was hard like it wasn't hard but it was just like this isn't to the level that it should be if we're releasing it and we're, re we're releasing it for money you know what i mean right you know we're not yeah. we don't want to we don't want to put this out under our brand and say like yeah this is this is like this is what we want to have people wearing you know yeah um it was kind of our second time learning lesson that like we are not people we don't have the space we don't have the equipment we don't have the expertise to produce the clothing ourselves yeah that that's something that we need to outsource yeah we can't at this point in time we can't do it ourselves no we can't and we can't i mean we can't sew if we could sew it would be a different story no it would be but for we, sure. we can't and yeah. that's just something that's like a big takeaway from this drop yeah. not and just the past kind of whole 2022 is like we can't do it ourselves yeah no completely i think i think that's what we learned most for sure it's just like we yeah it's not it's not just about doing it yourself all the time and trying to like make everything yourself you have to sometimes outsource you have to bring other people in that have expertise in in different areas you know that you don't have expertise in and that's just like you know just all a part of this it's all a part of learning it's all a part of like just like having a clothing brand or whatever type of um thing that you have whatever type of business you may have or whatever type of goal you're looking to reach or achieve whatever whatever project you're working on you learn these things like yeah you're not always going to be able to to do it yourself you're going to need to reach out and get help from others sometimes um but you know with all that being said it's just like it's a learning experience and yeah. you know honestly like we took it on the chin and i think we were lucky enough because like we said, we did those DIY hoodies. We didn't we didn't put any balloons on any hoodies, um, except for ourselves. We only yeah. we only made two hoodies, right? Yeah, we got lucky in the fact that we can save those hoodies and we don't have to take the loss. Yeah, as like we we decorated the hoodies and now we can't sell them and it's like we have to just eat that cost. We yeah. can save them for later and potentially still use them for another design. Exactly. So it's it's really not really not that bad. Um, but, you know, all that being said, it still, you know, it still sucks. You know, we still want to put good quality stuff out to y'all and still give y'all everything. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, you take it on the chain and you move forward. Yeah. And I think that's all we can do. And, and I think, you know, moving forward is exactly what we're doing with this next release. We have a release coming, um, in March. I think we can just say that it's in March for sure. Yeah. Late um, March. Late March. And... I mean, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I think I think definitely we we're bouncing back. We're moving in the right direction, just as a brand, as a business. Yeah. And I think that we're coming strong. We're coming like with something that we're both really excited about. Something that we're both really excited about, and something that we're really just like honed in on. I think too. I yes. think I think more now more than ever, this next release is just going to be something that's just like it's refined. Yes. Refined, curated. I kept saying curated. Um, curated. It's very curated. And that's like... Bill's saying curated. Always. And I think that's just what's key about it is that it's just like... There's no there's no detail left unnoticed. This isn't, this isn't something that we're putting out that's like, eh, yeah, that's cool. I like that Photoshop thing. Like, we're going to... We'll put that out. We'll put that on a t-shirt and then we'll sell it. And we'll do our usual little, like, three-day instagram thing and then release it on the site like we're actually we're doing a, a an in-person pop-up we are yeah um we're doing like a real people are coming out and supporting ideally uh, ideally <laughs> please be one of those people where you know we love for y'all to come to, and even if not to you know come out and purchase come out and support man come hang with us come come say what's up come hear about it come hear about the ideas come hear about the brand you know you might leave with some stickers and, and a balloon or something like that you don't know um, but yeah, it's just like that, that, you know, this, this next release is something that I think is exactly where float should be moving to in the next, in its next phase. Yeah. And I think that we're now, 
refining and we're learning how to um how to kind of take a step back and not try and like do everything instead we're gonna focus and hone in on one idea and do one t-shirt and have the accoutrement with the t-shirt and that's it you know i mean i'm not trying to spoil too much here am i spoiling too much no 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 i yeah i i I hope to not spoil too much yeah i mean that's what we're doing but you don't know what's what is on it yeah exactly (laughs) it's what we're doing but you don't know all of it so it's you know it's cool um but yeah i'm just i can't wait i can't wait and and you know with all that being said like we said it's an in-person thing it's going to be a limited number of t-shirts and if those t-shirts go uh, you know, in person, then they're not gonna hit the site. Well, we'll see. We'll pot. Ah, all right. We, don't to, we, won't, we won't talk about it here. We won't talk about it here. But you know, we'll see what happens. And those, you know, we'll see. We'll talk about this. <laughs> We're gonna have to talk about this after the podcast. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I've had some ideas. Maybe I haven't shared with Paulo yet. But ah, uh, <laughs> you've been, you've been, you've been sweeping a couple of things under the rug, huh? You've been and keeping now, things from me. If it pops up on the site, you know who did it. I'm yeah, gonna say yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reach out to Caleb for the link. <laughs> reach out to Caleb for the link. Um, but hit, hit me personally. I got you covered. Yeah, hit him personally. He'll let you. He'll, he'll get. He'll get it for the low too. <laughs> he'll get it for the I low. I ain't cutting Paulo in on this deal. <laughs> yeah, all the money goes to him on this one. <laughs> all right. Anything else you'd like to say about this this coming release? Um. Just be ready for it. Yeah, I, I I completely agree. Be ready for it. We're here. We're coming strong. We're coming stronger than I think we've ever came. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really just one focused idea we're turning into a collection. Yeah. And it's like, it's one of the first times we've really done that. Yeah. And I think we're executing it the best we have so far. I completely agree. I completely agree. And I really, I do want to give a shout out to Olu um, because that's where all this comes from as well. You know, and I like... It wouldn't be possible. We wouldn't. We wouldn't be doing. I think the in-person pop-up. We would. I think we'd still be in the same place that we were last year, and even this last drop is yeah. a word for Olu. He's given us a lot of guidance. A lot of guidance. How to how to think about different things and different concepts within the the brand and the idea of a float. Yeah, and how to how to work on something really small, and like really just put everything into it and focus on just one idea as opposed to kind of bringing in the different ideas of like even just different garments you know working on hoodies or working on hats working on like you know we've talked about working on shorts and stuff like that working on all these different things but now it's just like solely focused on the t-shirt and solely focused on the design it's almost like a back to square one moment yeah we're just we're kind of moving we're kind of taking a step back yeah but coming we're coming forward in a different way. Exactly, and it wouldn't it wouldn't be possible um, to have this moment. I think if, if we did if we did sell uh, the hoodies well, you know, it, we it would take us longer to get where we are. I agree. I agree. That that's true. That's true. But yeah, I'm just I'm so honestly yeah. Now that I sit here and think about it more, I think the best thing that could have happened to us yeah. was last release. It's it's a. Uh... Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens exactly. Couldn't, so, couldn't be said better. So it's uh, it sucked at the time, but we're moving forward in a way that we, that, at a faster rate than we would if we if we, didn't have that setback. Exactly, I completely agree, and it's just yeah, I, I like, you need the setbacks to learn and to to move forward and to learn how to approach a situation differently and like. You know, with all that being said, like, I am really glad that we're doing an in-person situation now. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad, and I'm really just glad. To, just to connect with you guys and yeah. really just, like, get the word out, meet some new people, yeah. connect, like, rather than just, like, oh, you see it online, you buy it. There's no, like, connection there. There's no community yeah. aspect. Yeah. And that's really what we've been wanting to build the whole time. Yeah, exactly. And I think you're, I mean, yeah, we built a kind of an you know, over the web community a little bit. And we've had, you know, a lot of our friends and stuff purchased, but this is, it's different now. It's, it's about, it's about really just reaching into that community or reaching for that community and yeah. creating, creating that in-person universe as opposed to that kind of social universe, not social universe, just that like, I, I guess you could say social media universe that we've kind of created so far. Yeah. Or we've worked at creating a lot. 
Um, but yeah, now now we're in person. Now it's us. Now it's Paolo yeah. and Caleb more Real than it's life. ever been. Yeah. It's no longer Caleb 5.6 and Abraham craziness. Ah, ah yeah. Come on. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting doxxed on my own podcast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, no, it's just... I'm I, I'm more than excited. I'm more than excited. Um, Caleb, tell them about taxes, bro. Tell them about the, the struggles of business. So yeah, there's the uh, there's the part of the business that you see, and there's the part of the business that we see, or more that I see, handling the like the financial aspect of a float and whatnot. Um, so a couple of days ago, I was doing the the state and federal business taxes for a float. It's not, it was not easy, but I had, uh, last year we went through Tax Act to get it done, some online tax company, and I had their, um, their forms to go off of and kind of use as a template almost, so I got it done, but man, taxes is just one of the worst systems we have. Like, it's just, it's so, it just doesn't work well. You yeah. gotta, you gotta fill out these confusing complicated documents and if you can't figure it out you got to pay someone a few hundred dollars to figure it out yeah and it's like it sucks yeah no it does um yeah i i like i mean i can't speak to any of this with taxes i mean obviously i've done taxes before but i haven't done the, the clothing brands taxes it, we talked about this before i think me and caleb have a very good relationship when it comes to our brand because Caleb definitely deals with like the clothing side of it, and I deal with more. Or the, I'm sorry, Caleb deals with the business side of it, and I deal a lot more with like the the clothing side of it. Um, and Caleb, Caleb puts the work in, man. Like Caleb deals with the numbers and all the like ticky tacky bullshit that I just like don't even have to think about. And that's why I'm forever great for grateful for Caleb because he sits there and does all the bullshit that really not many want to do when being a part of a clothing brand. I'd say. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just how it, just how it worked out. I don't mind. I think Paolo's happy with it. I'm it's very okay. Happy with it. Like my girlfriend was asking, was telling me like, oh, you should let Paolo have a chance to do like the, the financials and stuff. Why, yeah. do, like you don't always have to do it. And it's yeah. like we have it worked out this way. It's, <laughs> we're both happy with it. Yeah, like, we that's, are. That's how it worked out. I mean, it'd be it'd be rough if I was doing taxes, bro. Yeah, it'd Paolo's be rough. never been a guy for numbers. Never, bro. <laughs> ever since, dude. Ever since, like, I don't know, first grade, second grade. I've just always. I can definitely tell you, third grade. I've never been good at math. Like yeah. never, just yeah. not good. And I just <laughs> hate math. And I'm so thankful that I'm doing what I'm doing now because it is not math-related at all. And I am so thankful for it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Jesus. Yeah. What, what else do you – anything else with taxes, brother? Nah, it's just – it's just that. Yeah. Like, that's the part of the business that y'all don't usually see, but yeah. it's something It's something that's, like – it's one of the hardest parts is just handling the, the, the accounting and the – the financials and and stuff that like people don't always talk about. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, and it is definitely a very large aspect of the business. It's it's like seventy five percent of it, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the general business part, which yeah. I mean, I have, you know, a little bit of experience with. Yeah. But like, no real formal training. No, but you are taking that business. It, Caleb is now taking a business class. Yeah. 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 And that um I think I think Paolo's taking graphic design class. Yeah. Graphic designing classes, I'm taking a business class. Yeah. We're both taking classes yep. that combined together yep. can make this work well. Yeah. No, exactly. We're all we're just looking to create one person that can do that can run a clothing brand really well. <laughs> That's what we're trying to <laughs> we do. We are two halves. Two halves of a person that can really make a good clothing <laughs> brand. <laughs> um but yeah, like I mean, I like we we talked about this. I think like junior year of high school or something like that. Maybe I mean maybe senior, but it was just like Caleb's gonna take business classes, yeah. you know, and I'm gonna do my graphic design stuff, yeah. And together we're gonna like really focus on a flow together, and um, that's just like what I think is so cool. It's like we talked about that back. Like I I like I think junior year could be could be even yeah. sophomore year when we like first came yeah. up with stuff. Yeah, 
Um, and yeah, that's just what's been so incredible. It's like, now we're sitting here, we're still doing a float, and we're doing this podcast now and stuff. You're doing a business class. I'm in that graphic design situation. Yeah. And all we're looking to do is just a float. Yeah. And that's just powerful, man. And, like, it all just goes back to the message. Like, I'm sure we said so much back in season one and two. Like, strive. Do what you want to do. Make, you know, set the goals that you want to achieve and achieve them and work towards them, you know. No one else is going to do it for you. You got to do it yourself. You got to put the time and the effort in to do it yourself. That's that's the whole reason. That's what we believe in. That's why we're here. That's what a float is. Yeah, like, that's exactly what it is. And, like, we keep preaching that, and hopefully we can preach that some more at the in-person event, you know? And, um, yeah, it's just, it's beautiful. I cannot wait. Yeah. I cannot wait. Me neither. Um, but can we get into a, a little bit of news? Yeah, some some news from the fashion fashion industry. Yeah. When we while we were gone, while we weren't podcasting. Yeah, while we weren't. While we got we some stuff to talk about. Yeah. What do you want to open up with? Um. Well, this is something that I when I saw it, I was like, we got to talk about that on the podcast, which yeah. is the which is Nike suing Bape yeah. for their Bapesta and other like Nike Nike replica sneakers. Yeah. Which I think like. I'm just surprised it didn't happen sooner. Yeah. For me, like, it makes total sense. I don't know why Nike waited, like, 20, 30 years to to do it. Because yeah. Babe just turned 30. Like, yeah. they started in 93. Yeah. They're turning 30. And Nike's just sending a lawsuit now. Yeah. It is an odd choice from Nike. Babes have been around. I know the shoe, at least, has been around since the early 2000s. Like, I remember Pharrell rocking them, and, like, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously, Nego was, like, obviously a very large part of that. Um, one of the original designers of Bape. I think, was he the founder or just an original designer? He was the founder. He was the founder. As far as I know. For sure. Um, so, yeah, just, like, why now, Nike? Like, why not, why not hit him with that lawsuit back, like, in the early 2000s when, like, Air Forces were also, like, a really... Like, Air Forces were huge back then. Yeah, Air Forces were even huge, like, three or four years ago. Yeah, no, Air Forces, I think, are still a very large part of just, like, the sneaker world. Everyone, yeah. everyone has had a pair of Air Forces, I think, honestly. I actually haven't. But you haven't yet? No. No, but you have You have a, no pair of Air Forces? None? Never. Like even just like some like uh, like one off ones or whatever like the like some Travises or like the no none of those never worn them. That's crazy. That's crazy. I've wanted to. I I really. I actually no. Yeah. I've had actually that's not true. I was gonna say, bro. <laughs> I had a I had for like a week probably. Yeah. A what I believe was fake pair. Yeah. Of the off white Volt. Um, Air Force Ones. Yes. I did. I remember that. Yes. I loved that shoe. I really wanted that shoe. Yeah. Boneyard posted them up on Instagram in my size. Yeah. I had my static reflective 350s at the time, the Yeezys. I was like, let me go make a trade. Yeah. So I did. I had to put like a hundred bucks on top or something. That's fine. But I got them. Yeah. So I basically paid like what I paid like probably 350 for them. Yeah. All said, all said and done. And it was, it was cool. Yeah. Um. And then I started like really looking at him. It was like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, no offense to Boneyard because this could happen at honestly any store. Nah, I could. But Bates have gotten so much better. But yeah, so I literally took them back, and they paid me like. Three hundred dollars for him or whatever. Really? So all said and done, wasn't a big loss. But nah. I have worn a fake pair of Air Forces at some point. I, Not I, a real pair. Never, yeah. never a real pair. That's how it goes. In my time, actually, speaking of fake shoes, I had a fake pair of Jordan Fours once. You remember those? You bought them off uh, Depop, right? I did buy them off Depop. I bought them off Depop for like. I don't know why I was like, oh, bro, these are definitely real. I don't know why. <laughs> they were like 30 bucks, right? They were like 30 bucks, bro. <laughs> and, he, and I texted the dude. He was like, yeah, like no box for anything, but like they're the shoes. I was like, all right. And I, I mean, bought them. You know, for 30 bucks. What do you expect? And honestly, for 30 bucks, you're buying a fake pair of Jordans. That's a pretty fake pair. That's like a, a pretty decent 
price. It, it, it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, we don't rock fakes anymore, but I'll tell you what, bro. They were fire red fours, and they were fake, and they made me feel good. I couldn't imagine having a real pair of fire red fours and how those would make me feel, because holy shit, bro. I love looking at myself in those shoes. They are, those are a clean pair. The fire red fours are one of my favorite shoes ever. Like, I'm so serious. Yeah, I have the breads. Yeah, you but do have the breads. The fire reds are clean. I need, bro. I swear to God, I want to buy. I want. I'm, I want a pair of Jordans. I want a pair. I think I'm gonna buy myself a, a, we were, a pair of Jordans. We were talking. This we were talking uh, last episode about Jordans, like the one that we, the one that didn't come out. Yeah. But the unreleased one. Yeah. <laughs> you said. Uh, you said twos. I like twos as well. You might see me in twos, fours, and sixes. I might only be. <laughs> I might only be copping evens this summer. <laughs> um. Nah, nah, bro. You still got those sixes from Goodwill? I think so. Nah, <laughs> I might have given them away. Uh, they were big anyway, right? They, they were, were pretty big. I low yeah. could have flipped them to Adam, my roommate Adam. My yeah, friend we, Adam. We got these, like, roommate. they were, like, UNC color, right? Yes, from bro. Goodwill. They were all, they were all <laughs> white, and then they had the UNC accents on them. Who knows if those were real? It's low-key, bro, honestly. <laughs> they could have been I, I don't know. Did we think about that? I don't know. We didn't, but we copped them from the Goodwill that's on, over in South Loop, like right over here. Yeah. That was a great day, bro. Yeah. Like, Me, what's that? Yeah, those were like, they were like 20 bucks or something, right? Something like that. We split them. No big deal. But like, bro, I remember that day we went, both got out of school, met up on the train, came all the way down to South Loop. Just for a thrift store that my teacher said had vintage t-shirts at. So we were like, fuck it, we'll go down and check it out. We went down, checked it out. There was like a little Gucci pop-up up here for some reason. Yeah, there was a Gucci pop-up here for some type of like, maybe it was spring-summer. Some type of spring-summer. It was a weird little thing, but it was cool. It was cool. We walked around for a minute. And um, we went to Hamburger University, the McDonald's here that has the all-over, what is it called? The menu around the world or whatever yeah the international mcdonald's yeah it's the internet bro honestly can i tell you this for a second yeah we're getting way off topic but dude i had a mcchicken last night yeah it didn't taste good and i don't i don't think i can eat mcdonald's anymore or not mcdonald's but i don't think i can eat fast food like that anymore yeah i really don't think my body can process it anymore since i've stopped eating fast food and just like shit in general yeah. My body just can't handle it. Like, I felt like... Abs- and that could have also been because I'm also dealing with a little bit of sickness right now. But, like, I don't think I can really eat shitty food anymore like that. It's, well, like, yeah. mainly fast food. Like, McDonald's or, like, what I, you know, some of those places. Yeah. But, like, if you give me a fucking Chicago hot dog, the thing's gonna be gone in three bites. Three bites max. Like, <laughs> donezo. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, I just don't think I can eat, like fast food anymore i think you can i think you can you think you think so you gotta be in the right yeah i do space you're right you're right i do have to be in the right space I, yeah i wasn't last night but yeah definitely i can i can you know you throw me a cheeseburger and a mcchicken it's usually gonna get polished pretty fast but i don't know last night i just i couldn't i couldn't do it and yeah. it made me so full, like, right, like, I was really hungry, and then I ate literally just one McChicken, and I was like, I can't eat another bite of food or else I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, that's weird. <sighs> Maybe it was a bad McChicken. Could have been. I got another one sitting in the fridge, so we'll see. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll wait for the uh, right time and find That's not out. gonna be good. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Oh, my God. We'll see. Um, let's get back on topic, though. We were talking about <laughs> the bait, the bait Nike lawsuit. Do you have anything else you want to say about that? Um... It's just, like, no, it was just, it was kind of an event when it happened. Yeah. Like, I know, like, Chinatown Market, they made, like, a couple cool, like. Market. Yeah. Sorry. Not part again. Of, formerly Chinatown Market. Formerly Chinatown now Market. Now known as Market. Now known as Market. Um, they made, like, some funny little, like, t-shirts for it. Or oh, whatever. Really? They were, like, um, because, you know, they have that thing, like, call my lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think. I think uh, I think they did some with that. They also did like, um, I don't, I don't remember, but it, yeah. they, it was. Oh oh okay, it was the it was like the Bape Bape Nike logo, like the Bape's the swoosh thing. Yeah. And it said like just do it or something oh, something really? like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Something, See, I'd buy that some, shirt. Something clever like that. Yeah. That's cool. That shit. I really like that. Yeah, but it, I don't know. I just thought it was like a interesting topic. Yeah, no, it really is, bro. Like, I mean, it's just, it's so odd for Nike to come back after all these years. And after Bape, 
and Bapesas have really just, like, like, have, are they selling Bapesas like that still? I low-key want a pair of, like, those, like, funky, like, patent leather crazy color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ones, like, they have some, like, like, it would be cool to have a pair. But, I agree, I But get just a pair. for, like, a, like, like, a, some type of, like, retro type of fit or something yeah. like with the big polo and a backpack sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh! yeah. Damn, oh, like, my i gotta look into this more yeah you're gonna have to <laughs> but have to. but uh but yeah like not not like to be like you don't buy a pair of bases now because it's like the cool thing to wear nah. like it's like a throwback it's an og it's like you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna get a nod from people walking down the street like oh that's awesome bro <laughs> love seeing the bapes you know <laughs> right yeah love it but, um, but no nah, i don't i don't think bape is like popping like that at the moment it really isn't i mean it's just yeah like I, you know it's just fashion is is in a different place now at least streetwear is in a different place where we're seeing a lot of like muted tones more we're seeing a lot more like um environmental yeah outdoor outdoor yes right outdoor <laughs> clothes and that sounds odd but just like the arcteryx and like a lot of those types yeah of like you brought up acg yes like a- acg yeah. marmot we're seeing a lot more like merrill as well and stuff like that yeah um another person who's really in that whole kind of vibe is salehi Bembry. yes um who is also doing yeah he's done like those like those crocs you've probably seen oh my god and he's done like new balance collabs and stuff yeah he's been around he does like he does cool like collabs and whatnot he does great collabs he just did a collab with montclair that i'd like to talk about a little bit too i don't have i don't have much on the topic it's just it's really just that it looks beautiful and you should check it out um but with all that just says like a look at it standpoint really really you don't like if you if you got the money go for it but exactly it's just like Check it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, I love Salehi Bembry and his complete creative style is something so awesome. Um, like like Caleb mentioned, the Crocs, those were the first things I saw from him. And I, I, don't, I don't remember what my initial thoughts of them were. But I can tell you now that I am absolutely in love with them and I need a pair. It's not yeah. that I want a pair, it's that I need a pair and it's a merely a matter of time until I get one. Yeah, you used it as one of your, like, for, like, one of your industrial design projects, right? I did, yeah, yeah, I used it. And I honestly should have used it more. That's what my professor said. He was like, I like what you did, but you didn't put it on the AirPod itself. You didn't change the AirPod itself. You kind of just stuck some ideas to the AirPod. Which I was like... Because you were redesigning yeah, right. a pair of AirPods, right? I was redesigning a pair of AirPods, yeah. It's a whole... Th- Honestly, that is making me get a headache right now, just thinking about that whole project. But regardless, shout out to Rotimi Solala. Very amazing professor. Although I had a hard time in his class, he was still a great dude. And I say, every time I see him, I, I give him a nod or a wave or something, because he's a great dude. Through... Uh, through all the hell he put me through last semester. <laughs> nah, man. But nah, Salah Bembry, Salahi Bembry and Montclair. Definitely go check that whole uh, collaboration out. Um, I Like, his creative style with just, like, the weird, like, circles and, like, his fun at, like, the... F- just, like... It's hard to even explain. I, honestly, I'll, I'll come... You know what? I mentioned Salahi Bembry and Montclair on this episode... We're going to do a deeper dive on the next one. I'll give you guys a lot more information because this is something that I'm sitting here and, like, I need more information on it to speak on it. And not only do I, like, I want to learn more. I want to learn more about his creative process and everything like that. So we're going to do a Salehi Bembry drive. deep dive on the next on the next episode all right that won't be a theme but it's gonna be it's gonna be part of it's, it it'll be a segment it'll be a segment we're gonna do a little salehi bembry segment. look forward to that look for yeah for <laughs> real look forward to that that'll be fun i tune can't in, wait tune in next week tune in next week for the salehi bembry deep dive um let's talk about um mention it let's mention talk it. let's talk about uh kid super let's talk about kid super we have a couple topics lined up and yeah kid super kind of Starts the whole momentum. So he, he really does, and that's literally because Kid Super is doing everything in the fashion fashion industry right now. I I feel like I should know more about Kid Super. Yeah. Really, the only introduction I've had to him so far yeah. is through Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Which 
because um, Travis Kelsey walking in the Super Bowl like locker room fit whatever yeah. was uh had some like one of one kid super Louis Vuitton stuff on yeah and he explained it on their podcast yep. and it was like oh wow that's pretty cool like I have I haven't really heard of this dude but like that's that's pretty cool what did he say on that podcast um he was just talking about like how the like the the what the pieces were how they were designed or whatever oh word, and okay. just like the how they were one of one and whatnot yeah. okay so, for sure yeah speaking of travis just real quick i did, <laughs> did win 20 bucks off follow shout out the cheese oh my god oh my all right i gotta say this too what's so funny is okay so we're recording this right now we recorded the other episode yesterday that had technical difficulties a part of them and as we're walking as i'm walking caleb back to his car um he was like, man, I should have mentioned how I won $20 off you in that whole Travis Kelsey conversa- conversation with Kid Super earlier. And I was like, yeah, bro, sorry, you messed up on it. And I gave you the <laughs> chance to get it back, didn't I? And I took it. Fuck, man, whatever. <laughs> nah, he did. He won 20 bucks off me, and I will say. Not a gambling man, but in circumstances. It, Super you know, Bowl, you, you if throw it's a, a big money game. Down. If it's a big game, you throw some money down. But um, nah, I mean, you deserved it. I will say... <laughs> I do think that the Chiefs won purely on technicalities. I think that if that game continued correctly, as in they just played, instead of like, we're going to do this, and we're going to stop the clock and do, and then, you know, we're going to kneel, and then we're going to wait, and we're going to go to the one-yard line. Also, major respect to that player who did go to the one-yard line, who, like, realized he could have gotten a touchdown. He, like, went to the one-yard line and iced the rest of the time. I will say I hate that he did it because I lost 20 bucks on it. But, like, he could have put himself first and scored a touchdown and had an amazing moment, and he chose to sacrifice it for an, a win for a team Super Bowl, which is a very respectable moment. So I don't remember the name of that wide receiver, but shout-out to him because that's team first over everything, which I very much respect. All but right. they tell me still about won. Kid Super. They still won on technicality. <laughs> Let's talk about Kid Super. Um, Kid Super, I was introduced to, you know, I want to sit here and say two years ago, two, three years ago maybe. Um, I was introduced to him through just like a video or through a commercial for his upcoming campaign. Um, and it had, it was a, it was a campaign because he, he's from New York, started in New York and everything like that. It was a campaign that had Big Body Bess and Joey Badass in it. It was a video that was like shot in Harlem and Big Body Bess was like the 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 dude working behind the counter and shit like that. It was an awesome video, like just like good rapport and stuff between Joey and uh, Big Body Bess. And like I just loved it cuz like I love those two dudes and I like that it was fashion too. So I just kind of saw them there and like I didn't pay I didn't pay too much mind to it. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Kind of kept scrolling or whatever it was. Um, and since then, it's just, like, at least now, you know, like, since then, I've seen it here and there, I've seen Kid Super here and there, but, like, now, for the past year, I've maybe seen Kid Super, like, damn near every time I open my phone, Kid Super is doing a new collaboration, or he has a new release coming out, or he has something happening. He's got something else to do or say or whatever. Yeah. Kid Super is absolutely not only revolutionizing the clothing industry, but he's doing it in such a like amazing way where he's bringing this whole community aspect to it. He's bringing everybody with him. Um he's he's bringing like all of his favorite people with him, bringing all these like and I say favorite people although they are celebrities like they're so great. They're still like Class acts, big body, best, great dude, Joey Badass, great guy. Right. Um, the you know we'll talk about that in a second, but just like the people that he's brought on and just the things that he's done has been so incredible. Um, like I think right now, yeah, I believe right now he's holding the creative director spot at, at Louis Vuitton. Right. Until until like Pharrell really starts to to um have his collections come out, which right. we'll talk about in a, in yeah. a few minutes. We'll get, to, we'll get to that. Don't, if you thought we weren't going to talk about it, we're going to talk about it. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kid Super is doing everything. I know that he just released a, um, a collaboration with Mitchell and Ness, and uh, he did like all 32 NBA jerseys um, in just these really cool different patterns and stuff that spoke to each city themselves and everything and like each, you know, 
each basketball team themselves and just like really cool and something way different than you see on what you what would usually be a uh, what you'd usually see on a basketball jersey. So I just I love that collaboration. I mean, to speak on some of the other collaborations he's done, he did something with Coca Cola and the whole Coca Cola like. Um, freestyle or I forget exactly what it was called but he, he worked with or the dream world thing. yeah I've seen that I didn't really even know what it was he was working on he was working on that with them and he was working for the with the world cup and stuff like that like he's just he is everywhere and um you know for his last for his last um I think it was his spring summer um he did or it might have been his all I don't know I don't know exactly when it was I know it was in February, but I don't know exactly what line it was. He uh, he did a fashion show with a bunch of stand-up comedians, and the fashion show was literally just the stand-up comedians going on stage in Kid Super, doing a fifteen-minute set, twenty-minute, twenty-minute set, however long it was, and getting off stage. And he had like five or six different comedians or so, or so, and it was just like. It was one of those things where I sat there, I got back from wherever I was, and I laid in bed, and I was scrolling on my phone, and I saw it, and I was like, this is the coolest idea, and it bridges two of my favorite things together, and I just wish I'd thought of it, like, I wish I'd thought of it, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I wish, I wish I could have done this, because I, we still could, obviously, but like, yeah, this is something that's so amazing. And it's so creative, and it's so smart, and he just, like, did it with ease. And he brought out amazing comedians, and it was an amazing night, and he had amazing clothes on everybody. And it's, like, it's so cool because you look at, like, Jeff Ross, who's known for, like, dressing up very, like, flamboyant clothes and stuff like that, wearing crazy stuff. Like, he had him dressing Kid Super in some crazy shit. Theo Vaughn, who's, like, this dude from Louisiana, very country, just, like, dresses very, I'd like to say, kind of, you know, normally or whatever. Um, he just, like, he, he's dressed in, like, this crazy-ass, like, suit with, like, this wild-ass, like, handkerchief on. He's got this really cool bag in his hand. Just, like, throwing all these comedians that you're usually just going to see on stage in, like, a t-shirt and pants and stuff like that um, in, like, these really amazing, like, clothes. Yeah, and um, I mean, Paulo told me about that yesterday. Yeah, and I thought it was a great idea. Yeah, and like I know we we're gonna we're gonna do some crazy fashion shows in our time. No, we will. Like I I have some ideas. Paulo might have some ideas. Yeah, like we're we're gonna do some crazy. Maybe not to that level because yeah. that's like like Paulo said, it's so original and yeah creative. But yeah. we're we'll have some stuff. No, we we'll will. have some stuff. We definitely will. And, like, you know, things will always come down the pipeline. We'll always make sure we're doing something different and original. But, um, no, nah, I mean, just that that whole idea was so cool to me. And I just, like, that I, I like I loved it so much. And, like, that. And then he also did this whole thing with, like, a Sotheby's auction. Like, just all of, like, his fashion shows, it's not just, like, you're going to go and sit on a, and like on a runway and you're gonna watch people walk down and walk back and then you're gonna see kids super walk up and back and then it's gonna be over it's gonna be an experience that you're gonna be a part of you know and I think I think that's what really is what's so amazing about it is that it bring it breaks that kind of barrier down of like sitting there and watching to like you're actually like really being entertained and you're really kind of being like oh this is awesome like I'm really a part of this too you know what I mean yeah um and that's what I just find so amazing. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we can speak about Kid Super for hours and everything that he's done because, you oh, my can. God. I, I, yeah. I got to look into him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, no, nah, you know, we got some <laughs> people to look into. It's straight. But uh, let's, talk, let's talk about Pharrell and LV. Yeah. Please. Pharrell, um, if you don't know, which you probably do because it was pretty mainstream news when it happened, yeah. um, is now the, creative, the men's creative director of Louis Vuitton. Is that the correct title? He is head of menswear at Louis Vuitton, yeah. Yeah, which, uh, if you don't know, was Virgil Abloh's position um, yeah. before he before he passed, unfortunately. Yep. And, um... Rest in yeah. peace. Rest it's in just, power. Yes, of course. Always. Um, but it's just, uh, it was just very interesting. I didn't, I didn't, like, even think that they were like, oh, they're going to have to assign a new person to this position. Like, I wasn't even thinking about it like that. Yeah. And then I just saw that, and I was like, whoa. 
I didn't I didn't know Pharrell was like even in the running for that, honestly. Yeah. Like I no no diss to Pharrell. Pharrell's yeah. like done amazing things yeah. over his career. I just didn't know he was like in up music in, and clothing alike. In music and fashion and yeah. like all types of things. Jewelry as well, I believe. Sure. If I'm not mistaken. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um Pharrell is an amazing creative. I just didn't I didn't I didn't see it coming. Yeah, no, neither did I. I think I think it's a really amazing move by, by Louis Vuitton. Definitely. Um, it's definitely within the realm of Virgil. Like one hundred percent. One hundred percent. If Virgil Virgil is definitely looking down and smiling at who is fulfilling his role. Um with all that being said though, like it, it it makes me wonder like what they're just like what their process is what Louis Vuitton's process is to find that new role. Yeah. Or find or like find that new person to fill that role. Like not not even in regards to like Virgil, like how are we gonna fill Virgil's shoes or like who's gonna be that like next person? Um, but just like who like how do they decide yeah, is like, is that like a job you can apply for? Or yeah, they just I'm gotta saying, like send you an email or something. Like, is it on Indeed.com? <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you getting that one at? Um, they just gotta say, let's get Pharrell on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, I'm sure they did. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I I like all props to Pharrell, man. I like I just yeah. Like I can't I cannot wait to see what he comes out with. Yeah. And like what what his first what his first line is gonna look like. I'm sure it's gonna be absolutely beautiful. I'm sure I'm gonna sit there and want every single piece, and then look at the price tag and be like, ah, I'll wait a couple years. I'll wait a couple years. It's only gonna go up. It's, yeah, you're right. I, I, you know, I'll wait a couple extra then. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just like love it. I, I love, I love the move from Louis Vuitton to to hire on Pharrell. Um, but it makes it's just like yeah, it makes me curious what their how how their hiring process goes, and also who else was in the running for it. Yeah, no, I'm I, I'm I'm curious about that, like who they were even thinking about to to fill that spot. Yeah, and it's just like I mean, were they looking for like, so like were th- they looking for household names? I think they were definitely looking for someone that kind of came up in the same time as Virgil, because yeah. like if you think about it, like Virgil was have like. You know, he was. I feel like he was heavily influenced by like that era yeah. of like early two thousands, like skate culture. Pharrell, skate culture, yes, yep. like Pharrell, skateboard P. Uh, yep. Also known as skateboard P. Yep. <laughs> like, just that whole like, um, like time period in like street and skate culture and fashion. Yeah. So I think it kind of makes sense for them to pick him. Yeah. As like. To take that role. Yeah, no, completely. Um, I I completely agree. It does make the most sense. It makes like, it makes a lot of sense. I still didn't even like think about it. Not either. Like not. A, yeah. And honestly, like once like that, like once Virgil passed away, like I mean, obviously I wasn't thinking about oh, what's Louis V gonna do now? Like that wasn't <laughs> that was not the first thing on my mind. But like I never thought about like oh, like you know who's gonna be next head of menswear for Louis Vuitton now? Like right. who's, who's gonna I fill don't that even position? Know, I don't even know who was doing it before Virgil. Like, um, Virgil really just, like, yeah. put Louis Vuitton into, like, my, like, my, I, uh, what do you call it? Stream of consciousness, honestly. Yeah, brought him right? into my, like, uh... Your world. My world, yeah. Yeah, your realm, your universe. Yes, Your exactly. chakras, maybe. <laughs> Couldn't give you a definition of chakras, but it felt right. <laughs> um, no, I agree, man. Like, I, Virgil definitely, like, when, when he signed on as head of menswear for Louis... That definitely made me take a look way more at Louis Vuitton because I think I think all of us. I mean, I, obviously we're still so young, but like, I think all of us were like, Louis Vuitton is Louis Vuitton, and they just kind of do their like monogram stuff, and they yeah. kind of do their things. Same with Gucci, Chanel, yeah. Versace, Dior. Yeah, it's all kind of in one like um, category. Yeah, that's kind of like overdoing their own thing for their own customers for their own customers for right? like their own like group of society yes. that we are not really a part in. of or close to or whatever yeah and that's like, not even, and that's not even about like us like buying the clothes or whatever it is it's not even about that it's just about us like understanding it um and i think with virgil coming in to that position he bridged the gap he bridged that gap for like teenagers and like us to take a look at Louis Vuitton and be like, oh, okay, I understand what's going on over there now. Like, yeah. I, I understand, like, 
he he was like relating that message more because he pushed that like that merge between like our culture and that like that high couture culture kind of together. Yeah. And I think that that's something very much that um that Pharrell is also going to do. And that's something that I'm so excited for. And I, yeah. I'm excited to see it in his mind now. And I'm excited to see the colors that he's using. Because he's a very colorful person. He's always been very colorful with... Yeah. He's yeah. always been a very colorful person yeah. with just, like, with everything he's done, honestly. His collections with Adidas. Yep. His, like... His work with the minions. Yeah, his work with the minions. Um, yeah, I love that. And just like, <laughs> just like his jewelry as well, and just like, I mean, and the things he wears, and and Bape, and just like yeah. even even, even his, his music, you can consider to be very colorful. Completely, like, and, and and I think also his past collaborations with Louis Vuitton were also very colorful too. Um, which I should honestly go back and look at because I don't, sure. I don't really like those aren't on my radar really. Like definitely, yeah, definitely take a look. Um, but yeah, just like. Cannot wait. Nothing nothing but excitement for Pharrell and Louis Vuitton. Yeah, it should be it should be a cool partnership to yeah. see how that unfolds. Completely, completely. I, and I think you also you mentioned to me yesterday that Pharrell's probably only gonna be there for two or three years, you said? Yeah, I mean I'm I there's like people I know online that are like really into like L V and like collecting and whatnot and mm-hmm. just like very knowledgeable about this type of stuff and they they kind of said, like, he might only be there for two or three years. Which, if you think about it, kind of does make sense. Just given, like, you know, the same stuff isn't going to be popular forever. Yeah. So there is going to be some turnover with that job. And yeah. I don't think it's, like, the, a super easy job either. No. Like, I think there's a lot of work associated with it. Lots so, of work and stress. Like, yeah. So Pharrell probably, you know, he think like, it's a cool thing to do for a few years, but... Then you don't. He Pharrell doesn't need the money. No. Pharrell doesn't need to do anything. No. So once he feels like okay, I've got my, I've done my duties here. I can, I can like, retire essentially and yeah. like, be be done with it. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I I think it's reasonable to only think he'll be there for a few years. But. No, I think so too. I think so too. And it's it just it, it's gonna be curious to see, then who they bring in after that. Right. You know, it could be Kid Super. It could be, could be could be Caleb. You know, who knows? Ah. <laughs> we'll see. You know? Respectfully, I decline. <laughs> you know, you never know. Um, but yeah, you know, I think I think with all this being said, um, I am more than excited for the future. I'm more than excited for every for our upcoming release. Yes, back um, to a float. We're back to a float. I am thankful for everything that we learned from our last release um and through all of that i'm ready to push on i'm ready to stay afloat yeah i'm ready to keep that keep that balloon soaring through the air yeah keep pushing keep pushing um with that being said uh thank you for all thank you all for listening thank you all for tuning in to our first episode of season three and we'll be back next week look for that deep dive on kids super Look for uh, that deep dive on Salehi Bembry as well. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. The Salehi Bembry. Yes. Uh, all right. We'll see you then.